And happy Monday, everyone. Happy, happy Monday. Monday. Happy Monday. Tiffany, how are you today? I am wonderful. I am glad to hear that. <laughs> wonderful. It sounded like you were about to say something else. Wonderful and spectacular. Um, mastering happiness. Nice. Good for you. That's yes. always something good to do. We all need a little bit more of that. If only there was a show on that or oh. podcast I could listen to every week on how to master happiness, wouldn't that be wonderful? Only if. Only if. All right. So we're going to try to do our best anyway. How oh, about righty. that? How about that? Hello, everyone out there in Radio Land. This is Marty Jalove, and you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Every week on Monday, we come to you live right here on WRLR 98.3, The Voice of Lake County. That's right. And you just heard that special, special voice over there. I can't do it alone. I want to bring you some happiness. I want to help you navigate those paths of happiness, but I can't do it alone. I've got to have my bestest buddy here. There she is. Yes. So every single, we're sounding more and more radio like than ever before. Right. right. (laughs) So every week we come at you here. We know that, you know, there's plenty of reasons to be sad, plenty of reasons to be angry uh, or afraid. So happiness is out number three to one. That's what our show is all about. We're just going to try to show you some of the shortcuts to get back to being happy, giving you reasons to be happy. So that's what we're here for. And uh, last week, what did we talk about last week? You remember, Tiffany? Um, uh, I'm, I'm forcing her to look at her notes because yeah, she can't right. remember from seven days ago. Um, was right. it change? Yes, there you go. Dealing with change. Completely. Very good. You know, I I couldn't do this show without my partner here. You know, uh, Tiffany, she's always there supporting me. She's there right behind me always. Uh, uh, you know, Tiffany on the spot, uh, digging through her library of binders. I have never seen anyone <laughs> since like high school carry this many books know, with right? them. Yeah. yeah, she's got like, I, I don't even and understand. And my backpack. And, yeah, she, backpack. <laughs> she's got all these books and binders and everything. So she's on the nose. She's got everything at, at the tips of her fingers. She has actually pretty close to downloading all of Google. So how, how many more pages do you have? And before? Lloyd. And Lloyd. Yeah, the book of Lloyd. <laughs> the book but of Lloyd. There you go. But she's got everything. So, I do. So I could just throw random questions at her she doesn't google anything she's just like you never know if the internet's going to be down so i've got everything you could ever imagine written down in a binder in front of me i kind of do yeah there you go there you go (laughs) so but that's it's important because i depend on tiffany because uh she's my partner here when we do this show she is helping me in every regard and so today what we're going to talk about is those sad times when you have a partner who is not so supportive the whole idea of unsupportive partners okay have you ever worked with anyone tiffany uh or been with somebody who you would say now now remember whenever we talk about work we don't talk about what we're currently doing we're talking about years and years ago uh do you ever work with somebody who just you would say was maybe a little unsupportive and you know tiffany give tiffany a second she fell on the floor laughing yeah and she's uh back in her chair i'm back so what do you think tiffany oh yes yes you have yes okay i have but i am very fortunate that um, Mark is not one. Right. Yes. Uh, he, anything, anything I want to do, if I come up with some quirky idea, he's like, do it. Nice. I'll stand by you, do it. I love it. But people like at the workplace and other, sure. they're, they're, yes. Well, I think we're going to talk on that. We're going to, uh, we're going to uh, broach that subject because I think it's very important. While I was doing some research on this, I agree with you. That I have a wife, Christy. Hello, Christy out there. You know what? I know you're one of our biggest fans and Lauren's out there listening too. Uh, so I know you guys are listening is that I'm I'm glad I'm blessed with that very, very supportive partner 
that uh, some of my dreams, my ideas, my thoughts that I want, I say, I'm going to go and try this. I'm going to do this. She's like, okay, what do you need from me? All right. It's so so refreshing, isn't it? Completely. And it makes it, uh, it makes just life so much easier. Now, obviously, I always uh, would tell people I'm kind of like a kite uh, in the wind and she is the string holding on to me. And I remember the first time I talked to her about that, and she was like, I don't want to be the string. The string sounds boring. I want to be the kite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 it's really important because without the kite, the string just falls and lays on the ground, right? Without the string, the kite just flies away and, he, and ends up in a tree somewhere. Okay, so you need both. And the kite is holding uh, and, and giving some... And she has some... to reel you in. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> she's, the, she's the connection to reality many times. I'm out there dreaming and saying, I'm going to do this, I want to do this. So... You need that. You need that type of partnership, and you really need the partnership who is going to support you. All right, in all of these in all of these decisions. Now, when we talked about work, and the reason I asked you about work is uh, obviously you and I we do this, but we're bestest we buddies. We are bestest buddies. You know it, right? And we support each other. We lean on each other uh, at any point in time. You know, sometimes if I'm coughing, I just point to Tiffany. She starts talking, lets me cough off the air. If Tiffany's coughing, then I laugh at her. <laughs> And I make sure her mic is on so everyone can hear her. So that's how we support each other. All right. So, uh, and but I think in a lot of workplaces, you don't get the same amount of support. And the reason for that is there's a competitive uh, element going on at the workplace. If there's two people, two peers, sometimes they're after the same raise, the same new position, et cetera. They, mo- they want to move forward. And although they want to help each other and they want to support their other peers within their department, let's say, they also want to look for opportunities to advance. And I'm not saying everyone does it, and I'm not saying that they're stepping on people, but there is that. There's a big there's a big difference between having a partner at work versus a partner at home, a romantic partner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but there's also plenty of other partners, right? There are uh, you know uh, parents and children. There are teachers and students, etc. There's a lot of different varieties there that we can view to say, this is my partner, this is my friend, this is the person, a mentor or a protege, but somebody I depend on, okay, in a lot of regards there. And so in order to be successful, we're looking for someone supportive, okay? So let me let me just read this little thing for you, if you don't mind, Tiffany. Not at all. Oh, excellent. So, so last, last week, like you said, we talked about facing change and how it can be very difficult. Well, it is even more difficult when you have an unsupportive partner. Right. You'd agree with that. Okay, you should be able to share all your goals and dreams in a non-judgmental environment within every relationship. Absolutely. There you go. You need that. If if you're finding that you cannot share those dreams, you can't just speak freely, then maybe that relationship needs to be worked on. Right. Uh, This is true in all relationships, parents and parent and child, siblings, friends, business and romantic. Okay, so there are many reasons why uh, some people will not support us. And so today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to get into this a little bit, and hopefully we're going to discuss some reasons, some ways to combat that and help with a supportive, you know, help those, uh, help recognize those unsupportive partners, maybe change their ways, maybe become more supportive, and uh, sometimes realize that I have to walk away from that partner because Mm -hmm. that partner is not able to support me. So what if you have an idea that you go home and you say, honey, yeah, I'm going to quit everything and I want to be a tiger trainer. Oh, who doesn't want to be a tiger trainer? So 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. Actually, um, I don't want to be a tiger trainer. But okay, go ahead. We're yes. going to pretend. But it's a great, a great, a great idea. Would, yes. But shouldn't there be a point that Christy might say, "Ooh, honey." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Completely. Maybe you shouldn't completely. Be a tiger so, trainer. The way I view it is like this: is and I, I love the fact that you brought up a tiger trainer. Now, for <laughs> for most of you out there. Uh, I know you listen to the show and you're like, wow, these two, they must practice and they must study and they work together day after day after day. <laughs> just get the show just so perfect because it comes across on the air just like error free. Right? And it flows so perfect like we've been talking forever. But believe it or not, many times it's spontaneous. Okay, many times Tiffany has no idea what I'm going to say. Often <laughs> Tiffany doesn't even know what the subject is. <laughs> All right? But... I still consider her a very supportive partner, okay? So, yes, Tiffany, um, I like the idea because you're right. There are plenty of times that somebody's going to come up with a kooky idea, something really crazy that you're going to listen to and you're going to go, are you kidding me? How can we possibly do that? So I go back to something. I have talked with many, many uh, people, and this is working whether uh, a couple are having a problem with their marriage, a uh, if a parent and a child are having a difficult time. A lot of times I get parents to talk to me and they ask me, hey, I'm having a difficult time just talking with my kids. We're not connecting. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, oftentimes at a, at a workplace, getting people to understand, especially a manager and an employee, like to get that mutual trust. So I always break it down like this. It's three rings. Three. And, and, the, and the reason I brought up the tiger thing again I just made, made me think of a circus, like the Three Ring Circus. So, oh, okay. so I want you to think of that. Okay. So the Three Ring Circuses. You know, um, you remember you've gone to a circus before, right? Mm -hmm. All right, and you know the Three Rings. They have it's it's called like the Three Ring Circus, and what they have is there's different acts going on in all the mm -hmm. all the Three Rings, and what's happening is it's so that people all overall way to the right can see something up close. People all the way to the left can see something up close, and then they have the main ring, the big one, right in the middle. And that's what everyone can see. And the reason they have three rings is because sometimes it takes time to take all the props out of the rings and stuff. So they, they change the spotlights and they talk a little bit about ring one. Then they would talk about ring two and they talk about ring three. So the circus, in order to make it move correctly, uses those three rings so perfectly. All right. Now, think of the three rings in any relationship. It's the exact same thing. There's three rings. One of the rings is my goals. So these are Marty's goals. These are the things that Marty wants to do, the, the things that Marty wants to accomplish, the dreams, the thoughts, everything that I see in my future. So like you said, I, am, I come home and I go, I want to be a lion tamer. OK, uh, I'm sorry, a tiger trainer. <laughs> so I want to be a tiger trainer. I come home and I say that. Right. So those are my dreams all of a sudden, as bizarre as they are. Now, Christy then is in ring two. Mm -hmm. She has her dreams. And she was like, well, I was hoping to have a husband that wasn't eaten alive by a tiger. Okay, that was one of my dreams. She wants to be a clown, doesn't yes. she? <laughs> oh, she would love to be a clown. Yes. <laughs> All right. But she has her own dreams. She has things that she anticipates and things that she would like to do sometime in her life. Then the third ring, the main ring, is our goals. So what happens is there are goals that we share together. So Christy and I, we have there, there are goals that we share together to say, as a household, this is what we'd like to see. But individually, I have some of my own things because I'm an individual. I'm not just, just because I'm married does not mean that I am no longer Marty. Good for you. Right? I'm an individual. She's an individual. And together, we, are, we now have a third entity. 
a lot that I, I like how you said that because there are a lot of people once you get married they lose themselves oh completely and it's sad and it's sad because every life every person has this this ability this this thing to move forward they yes. can do something and we all feel like what's our purpose in life and i hate it when people go eh, my purpose in life is uh, uh watch television you know, actually, it is a good one. Um, but <laughs> it would be better if uh, their purpose in life was to listen to WRLR ninety eight point three. All right, wouldn't that be better? <laughs> yes. Every Monday nights at seven o'clock. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. There you go. All right, but some people like TV as well. So anyway, what I'm looking at is look at the two of us, Tiffany. I have goals and dreams and stuff like that. You have goals and dreams. You've got some wonderful things. We talked about this, some of this incredible stuff. You're going to see Tiffany like all over the place very soon. In a couple of years, she's going to be on the cover of magazines. You are okay. the sweetest. That's why you're my bestest there friend you ever. Oh, there you go, because I lie so well for you. Yes. Yeah, there you go. And keep it up. There you go. <laughs> So Tiffany's got these great dreams and aspirations. I've got my dreams and my goals, the directions I want to go. But then together, we have dreams and goals and ideas of what we want for this show and the podcast and the whole bit and how we want that to go. But those are three separate things. And so what has to happen in order for the relationship to work, for partners to work, whether it, again, it being at the office, at school, a romantic relationship, whatever it is, it's important that I listen to Tiffany's dreams and I say, what's going on with you? How can I help you? Because listening is just the first part. How can I help you with them? Okay, the difference uh, with that is I'm like, Marty, I need help. It's not, <laughs> how can I help you? You poor guy, you don't have a chance. I throw it at no, you. No, but that's good. But because we're friends, we're partners like this, of course I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you as much as I can and help you and push you forward. What I want to do is, you know, we talk about, climbing a mountain i don't i i'm gonna lean back grab you by the hand because you're behind me i'm gonna pull you up and i'm gonna push you forward up higher than me up to the top of the mountain that's my job as a human being as uh, for my friends my partners my associates i'm gonna try to help you be the absolute best you can so i'm gonna support you in all your goals and in return you are gonna support me in all my goals and my dreams and when we do that then together the our goals, those things that we share, it's just going to be incredible. It's going to be so wonderful because we've built such a strong foundation by allowing you to search the areas you want to be in and you helping me search the goals and the and the, wow. the things I want to do. That, okay? That's beautiful. Oh, you like that, huh? That was good. I should write that down. You should okay. write it down <laughs> because you know I won't remember. Exactly. Well, well it's, this, is, this probably will take a whole other binder just for today's show, right? <laughs> So you just think about that in every relationship. So you and Mark, you think about this. Obviously, you don't have to tell me your hopes and dreams and goals and aspirations, but you know Mark has certain things. And obviously, you know, you say, hey, Mark, I know you need alone time. You need time, you and the boys and boys. stuff like that, go out and do something. I need, you know, you need your time, uh, Tiffany, with your girlfriends and you do something else and that's yours. And then together, you guys have, you, you know, the hour time. Yes. And that's what's so important. That's how you build a strong relationship. If any one of those pieces is missing, just imagine that in a marriage. If any one of those pieces is missing, if you eliminate the hour time, okay, or you don't pay attention to the, the combined goals, then the two people separate and they move apart because they're concentrating on their own goals. If you concentrate too much on just one person's goals and you say, I'm just going to concentrate everything on her goals and her dreams, eventually 
no one's paying attention to my dreams and it becomes uh it's no it's no longer common to even talk about my dreams and then i start to feel resentment i, I was gonna say there you go. do you feel resentment yeah completely you know like why are we doing everything for you and everything for you and the moment and sometimes people do that they say all i want to do is i want to support her i want to help her i want to i want to build that person up i want to keep doing that and then when an opportunity comes for the first person going look i can do this too it's too late. The The relationship has already been established as person A's role is only to support person B. And person B is only accepting support, never giving support. Wow. So early on in the relationship, everyone out there, whatever relationship you're in, and realize, take a moment, think about it. You are in many relationships. Mm -hmm. But every single relationship, think of those three things. Think of the... Uh, what am I? What do I want out of life? What does? What do they want out of life? And then what do we want out of life? Okay. Very good. Thank you very much. That very is why Bacon Bits with Master Happiness is so successful. It's good because Tiffany and I support each other. We okay? do support each you other. You know it. You know it. And it's so sad, Tiffany, because there's so many people out there who don't. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it is. Uh, there's all kinds of reasons in the background why people wouldn't do that. Imagine. Uh, Somebody who just has had a rough childhood, let's say, and they've grown up and they were uh, picked on by their family or they were stepped on, ignored, etc. And they get into a relationship with somebody who says, I need you. I need your support. I need you to help me grow. Well, that person then suddenly feels needed, like, going, oh, this is great. I found a spot. But that person themselves can never grow because they've never learned how to express themselves. So instead, they spend their entire life supporting the other person, push them up, okay, and they sit out in the shadows in the background. Often that's okay if that's what the person really wants. If they're saying, my goals in life is to make that other person, my partner, successful, you know, shine or be the best she can be or he can be. If that's the deal, then it works. But you have to be true to yourself. You can't say, my goals are not as valuable as your goals. Yeah. Yeah. And be true to yourself. But if, let's say you said, as um, um, younger, being in a family that didn't, they may not know how it feels to have your own goals. Oh, my God. Right. So exactly. If you did find a person's like, oh, I do have goals. I want that. That might change the person altogether rather than get into that um, relationship because they don't know what it's like to have their own goals. They're too so busy. So true. So true. So, uh. so true. So you take a look at it. Uh, before we get into bacon, uh, and those of you who are just joining us or those of you who have this is the first show you've ever listened to, you are listening to Master Happiness uh, or Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. And what we do is we tackle the world's toughest problems, right? All the toughest ones, don't we? Don't we uh, yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what we do is we say that we can solve them all with, using the acronym BACON, B-A-C-O-N. So what we do is we talk about them. And those are the five points we try to talk about throughout the uh, show here every Monday night. So today we're talking about unsupportive partners uh, versus bacon. So we're going to have an acronym about why do people suddenly no longer support their partners or they don't know how to support their, pro their partners. They don't know. Uh, they've never have started or they've given up. All right. Things have happened. So have you... Uh, can you think of a, a relationship, before we even get into the bacon, a relationship that you've had in the past that you can say that, wow, I was in this in this relationship, It's and it's, it's, I'm no longer in that relationship because it was very uh, one-sided. 
Yes. It was a lopsided relationship. Anything you anything you want to share? It was a friendship. Okay. It was um which is no longer, which is sad. Yeah. Because we've been in we were friends all through high school. Okay. And um uh she did something that hurt my feelings. Okay. And I told her it hurt my feelings. Right, right. And she didn't want to talk about it or give me time and she just is like nope, done. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's very difficult. And- because you were, obviously, it sounds like you were giving, you were very supportive to her. Yes. And then when you needed her, she wasn't there for you. Correct. Now, the reason I asked you first, because I wanted to share, I had, growing up, I had a, a good friend of mine. And I played the role of being extra supportive. And I liked hanging out with him. We had a great time together. Everything, he, I did everything I could to make him the star. Like, he was the center of attention. And I liked that. I liked playing the uh, advertiser, the promoter, that type of stuff. And saying, this person put you out in the limelight. You be special. You be wonderful. And as we grew, there was a certain point in time to say, okay, well, I want to be in the limelight now. I want to stand out. And he couldn't do that. He couldn't share the stage because he didn't know how to. Our entire life growing up was this whole thing. My job was behind the stage pushing him forward. And this was all kinds of stuff. You know, we were kids. So it's not like we were in the movies or anything. It was anything like that. <laughs> um, but it was everything we did. I was supportive of him, and I would back him up and push him and, and uh, give him encouragement. And when it was time for the change, which happened years and years later, because I was happy in that role. I enjoyed that role. But years and years later, when I said, oh, it's my turn to shine. I want to do this. I want you to support me. He didn't know how to support me. All right. It was too odd for him. He was kind of like, why, why are we going to do that? I have something to do and what I'm doing is more important because in his mind it was more important his his entire life the way us growing up together was me playing the supportive role and him being the star so that so uh, it's all your fault well it was well it was definitely <laughs> partially my fault yes yes yeah because I had conditioned him to feel that way he was conditioning me to feel that way and we were both comfortable in that and as soon as it's it changed you know, it's always easier to grow to be, I want to be the star, as opposed to a star saying, oh, I want to work behind the scenes. It's always easier to, uh, in our eyes, move forward or move into the limelight. Okay, so it didn't work out, and it was quickly that we both realized that our roles were changing and we could no longer be that close anymore. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. So it is, it is sad, but it's also one of those things of being able to realize it. Once you Once you can realize it, and you can communicate that idea and saying, yeah, we can't move forward. This is, you need to find somebody different who's going to support you like that. And I need to find somebody who's going to support support me as well. And push and, you ahead in the limelight. Exactly. And then, to be honest, then uh, as I matured, I have been in multiple relationships. I've been in relationships that I did nothing but support and chase after uh, somebody and saying, I really want to be with this person. Mm, and Christy? Well, uh, no, 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 I'm not getting to Christy. No, I wanted to be really with this person. So I was willing to do things that were against my better judgment to be able to say, I'm going to support you. I I want to help you and do that and not getting any of that support in return. And you stay in a relationship like that. And then it's it becomes awful because suddenly you're like, I, why am I the one who's doing all the work and I'm, I'm standing in your shadow and I don't want to do that again. So that relationship ended. Then you flip it around the other way, and I've been the other side. I've met people who were who looked at me and said, "Oh my gosh, Marty, I would love to to work with you. I'd love to do this with you and do, and and help you." And you kind of 
uh, allow your ego to take over and you allow that person to stay in the shadows. And then I take the limelight and I enjoy that. And you realize, well, this person wants a little limelight too. So there's an unbalance. And it wasn't until I met Christy, truthfully, that there was a, a whole lot of balance there that I encourage her to do anything and everything she can do. In fact, if she ever second guesses herself, she ever doubts herself, she knows that I'm going to say, oh, no, 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 no. If anyone can do it, you can do it. Aww. All right? Because I, I want to be her biggest cheerleader. And it's amazing because she is my greatest cheerleader. Okay? She encourages me. She goes, you know what? You know what you're doing. If anyone can do it, you can do it. Just go for it. So we are very, very super supportive. Nice. But in order for me to get into that type of relationship and to understand the importance of it, I had to fail a lot of times. And I had, I played both roles, okay, uh, both sides of the coin. You know, I was the I was the center stage, do everything for me, and I was at the other side where I was like, I will do everything for you. And it's not like that. It's got to, you've got to try to find balance, Okay. <laughs> So I hope you and Mark, obviously, it sounds oh, yeah. like you're, you're balanced. Very now, balanced. And, and we always say, like I said, remember the three-ring circus? We're talking about the three-ring circus. The idea of it is not 50-50. It's not, it's not moving, or I shouldn't say it's 33-33-33-33. Okay, it's not, always, it's not always balanced. In the long run, it averages it's out to be, be balanced. balanced. Some days, it's got to be all about Tiffany. Some days it's all got to be about Marty. Some days it's all got to be about the show, etc. And in any relationships, it's got to be that way. And we have to understand that, and we have to find that balance over time. So that's what's important. All right. So, Tiffany, I, I want to get into this. Uh, I want to talk about the bacon of unsupportive partners. And I'm going to read through this. Then we're going to take a little break and listen to some of the friends of the station. And we're going to come back. And tackle bacon. Okay. You're loving that? Loving it. All right. So uh, there are many reasons why those close to us don't or can't support us. So B, they're bothered, bored, or uh, inconvenienced. That's what they feel. Like my my ideas bother them. Uh, A, there's some animosity or jealousy. C, they're challenged or threatened by what we're doing. O, they're overly concerned about us. They're afraid we might get hurt. Or N, they just don't, they, they not taken seriously. They just don't take us seriously. So that's the bacon. Bothered, animosity, challenged, overly concerned, and not taken seriously. That is what we're going to be talking about uh, in just a minute. But first, right. let's talk, let's, let's uh, hear a little something from the friends of the station. Okay, let's. Let's do that. And welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Hello, Tiffany. Well, hello, was Marty. That a nice, was that a nice little break? There was a nice little break. You got to finish eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now I have yeah. uh, food all over my microphone. Exactly. Well, that's all right. That's all right. We can always buy another microphone. <laughs> all right. So welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I am Marty Jalove, your host, and I can't do it alone. I'm always here with my bestest buddy. Tiffany. There you go. And what we are here is we come here every Monday at 7 o'clock right here on WRLR 98.3 FM. And our show is all about this, helping you navigate those paths of happiness. You know, there's plenty of reasons to be upset, plenty of reasons to have a bad day. We want to turn that around. That's why we choose Monday, because unlike a lot of other people, 
Monday is my favorite day of the week. What about you, Tiffany? Oh, of course. There you go. There you <laughs> and go. I couldn't even say it with a straight face. No, there you <laughs> go. I love Mondays because uh, it tackles. It gives me. Uh, it, it allows me to tackle the whole week. Uh, fresh start, no matter how bad last week was. I'm going to try to make it better this week. If if last week was a tremendously great, phenomenal week, then I'm still going to try to make it better this week. So Monday gives me that fresh start. And, of course, then Monday night I get to see Tiffany. <gasps> That's me. Come on. I mean, the rest of you, I know you're overjoyed out there in Radio Land because you get to hear Tiffany. I get to hear her <laughs> and see her. <laughs> My God, you know, when she smiles like that, those cheeks, they hit the ceiling here. You know, right. Yeah, we're going to have to repair the studio now. All right. So, anyway, welcome back. And today, what we're doing is we're talking about unsupportive uh, partners, those partners that we have sometimes that don't support us as much as we would like. So, we talked a little bit about some of the solutions, and we'll cover that again in a little bit. But right now, I want to talk about the five different reasons or five of the reasons why partners might not support you. So the first is B, bothered, bored, or inconvenienced. Now, when you're in a relationship, and Tiff, you uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Have you ever been in a relationship or had a conversation with somebody, and they're trying to tell you what they'd like to do or, you know, where they see the future, this is what, and you're looking at the other person, and they're looking going, oh, my gosh, please shut up. <laughs> like, oh. That's you, the other person with me. Yeah, there you go. Right? And you're like, I don't care. I don't I'm care. Tell, I'll keep I'm talking. Telling, right? Well, sometimes we do get bothered and bored. And I believe that it's important in a relationship to open up and have that conversation and say, um, look, this one doesn't pertain to me. This is not the right time to talk about this. Uh, let's Can we schedule some other time? And can you give me the brief version of it? Let's say something like that. <laughs> or it's just... You know, I'm doing something else. Now, it's okay because my time is valuable, too. So it's okay for me to say, you're using up my time. All right? It's okay to do that as long as you allow that person to talk at some time. All right? If you realize, hey, every time I'm talking to this person, they're bored. They, they feel they, they're making me feel like I'm bothering them or I'm inconveniencing them every time I talk about something I would like to do. If that's the case, then it calls for even a deeper conversation because there's something more behind the scenes than just uh, I'm bored at that moment. You're going along with that? I'm going along Tiffany's with Tiffany's just nodding. I'm nodding. nodding. So this is, she, she started, I don't know if the rest of you know this, but Tiffany had a radio show before. It was all mime. So it was an hour of complete silence, but it was some of the best stuff Tiffany's ever done. It was the best stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten really good at that. Yes. <laughs> so uh, B was being bothered or bored. A is animosity or jealousy. Now, this is a tough one, too, because sometimes what will end up happening is one person thinks they're doing something really well, like, wow, look at, look at how wonderful I am. And the other person won't let that person have the spotlight. Not at that moment says, well, you know, I've done that too, but this is the way I did it. And when I did it, it was better. This is how I did this. And they have to talk about this because they're afraid, uh, you know, they're jealous of that person. Like, I don't want you to get ahead. Okay. Uh, and they want to be in the, they want to be the limelight. And it's very tough when you're in that regard. Okay. Uh, because you just want to share, share something. And remember, if, if I'm doing something and I score 90%, let's say, whatever, it's if, if I'm playing sports or I'm just doing something, I'm taking a test, whatever it is, uh, and the other person is like, well, every time I take a test, it's 100. Well, I don't want to talk with them. They're not supporting me. Should you make a comment to them? Yes, about completely. It? So you should say, hey, look, this is my time. Can't yes. you support me and be a little supportive more if, than just if you me? don't If you don't say that, 
uh, you are robbing yourself of a possible wonderful partnership because the person who's speaking may not realize that they're coming across that way. Oftentimes what happens, you've seen, you've probably talked with people where they get really excited. Oh my God, this is great. Look at what I did. And you get overly excited. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On everything. <Yeah. laughs> but um, you get overly excited and you're like, oh my God, I did that too. Okay. And I, I did that too. When I did it was this. And you suddenly take over the conversation because you got so excited and exhilarated with it. And you take it over because uh, this isn't so much jealousy or animosity, but this is the excitement uh, makes you take it over. Okay. Uh, but there's other people who are just plain out jealous. And when they act that way, you have to talk to them. You have to bring it up and Nip say. Nip it in the bud. Right. And say, for us to have a successful relationship, we can't spend the entire circus in your ring. Okay. <laughs> we got to go back to this ring. Occasionally, there's some stuff going on over here. And, you know, every time, you know, when we're tra- we're taming lions and tigers over here that's exciting but when the clowns come out over here you can't just say i'm going to get up and go to the bathroom now you have to enjoy (laughs) all three rings right absolutely so you can't be uh uh jealous of the other person it's and if you feel jealous even still talk about that and just be able to i mean i would love it wouldn't it wouldn't be great if you're in a relationship and you're explaining something and the other person goes wow i'm really jealous i'm like i'm proud of you that you did a great job i wish i could do that that's the kind of thing that open communication does. It's okay to feel a little jealous as long as you do it in a positive way. Correct. As long as I don't say, I'm jealous, so um, uh, what you're doing is stupid. I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Instead, you said, to, I wish I could do that. I'm jealous of you because that's you are amazing like that. So that's the type of relationship. So yeah. to answer your question, do you talk about it completely, 100%? Okay. So B was bothered or bored. A, animosity and jealousy. C is challenged or threatened. Now, this is, we kind of touched on, we, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit. But it's that whole thing of saying, let's say I'm doing something I really, really love doing. And you bring somebody and you bring your partner and say, hey, you want to come in and help me? You want to do this? And you see your partner and all of a sudden your partner's, oh, she's pretty good at that too. And she can do, she can do better than I thought. Well, all of a sudden, I'm feeling a little threatened. Like, hey, this is my thing. All right, I, I, I invited you one time. Leave, leave. <laughs> you know, get out of here now. Uh, and it, it, it can be very upsetting. Instead, realize that. And again, don't turn it into a jealousy thing. Don't turn it into a threatening thing. Because if your partner is there and you're supporting each other, there might be something wonderful for you supporting that person as well. Okay? Uh, I did this thing. I did a Zoom presentation once for a group of kids. And I was teaching them how to draw on Zoom. So I had about 80 kids uh, from all over the world. And it was a really cool thing. All over the world? All over the world. Yeah, I had them like all over the United States, some people from uh, Canada, some people from China. Oh, wow. It was a really, it was a cool event. And I was drawing some stuff and I needed an activity. I needed a second person to draw part of it without seeing everything. Like I drew the top part of, of something covered with a piece of paper and somebody had to draw the bottom part. And I wasn't prepared. I wasn't thinking it. And Christy was home, so I said, hold on a second. I grabbed her, called her down, and I said, I need you to do this. We're live. You're just doing this now. You're in front of all these people. And she jumped in, and she did a great job. She drew this cool picture. She was laughing. She was, like, looking at the camera. She's so animated. She's wonderful, great sense of humor. And I remember, instead of being threatened or challenged, I was delighted, just absolutely delighted, because I got to see another side of her. 
aside that it was something important to me. I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed entertaining kids, but I got to see her do this too and just be just as animated and just as exciting. And rather than being threatened, I was like, this is wonderful. I want to do this more with you. So that's what's so important. And to be able to, and I had a conversation with her afterwards, which is important. You say, I just want to tell you, you were incredible. I love the way you did that. So that's what's important. Don't be threatened by your partner. If you have a supportive partner, they are supposed to be accenting you uh, and, and helping you grow. And sometimes what happens is they grow past you. And then what you do is you do something else and you grow past them. Like I said, in the first part of the hour, we're looking for partners who are going to lean down, bend down, reach down, grab us, pull us up to them, and then push us past them. You don't want a partner that's going to keep you down. You need a partner who's going to pull you up and push you above them and keep working that way. Because once they're above you, they are going to lead, re, I'm sorry, reach back down and pull you up. That's the ideal situation. So never be challenged or threatened by them. Very good. Okay. O is overly concerned. Now, here's another thing is let's say I'm in a position where I'm, I've got a partner and I really care for this person. I care for uh, our partnership, our, our marriage, whatever. And they want to try something that maybe they're good at. Maybe it's something they like, but I'm sitting here going, oh, I don't know if I would do that. That's, that seems scary. That seems a little spooky. My daughter, okay, who I, might be still listening, uh, <laughs> might, she, be. might be, might be, she went uh, skydiving. Oh. And I remember her saying, come on, Dad, you should come and do this with me. Uh, and, you know, you, guess who she went skydiving with? Christy. No, oh. Uncle Joe. Of yes. course, baby Joe. Exactly, baby Joe. So she goes skydiving. She was like, are you going to come? I'm like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Not at all. Did and you she, go and no, watch her? I didn't even watch her. Oh. I was just, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. So um, she went, had a great time. She was like, oh, it was awesome. It was incredible, incredible. But I remember in the beginning part, part of me was doing this whole, oh, my God, I'm so concerned. Like, there's no reason for you to do this. Problems can happen. You know, mistakes can happen. Anything. And I, 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 I just, I don't want you to do this. But... Being a partner with her, her father, you know, father and daughter, I didn't show her that concern. Instead, I supported her decision because I know she's a bright young lady and she makes good decisions. So I'm proud of her when we make these decisions, even though it was stressing me out. And I said, okay, just go and do it. Same thing happened when she decided she was going to learn to ride a motorcycle. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'll ride a motorcycle. I don't okay. want Okay, where is she getting all this from? Because it's not your side. Not me, not <laughs> me. No, I, I am so lucky because I raised such an absolutely amazing daughter. Absolutely amazing. I could, Katie, if you're out there, I love you. You are absolutely incredible. Okay, just she's, I, I always joke about um, the fact that in my family, she is probably the most mature of all of us. Okay, she she has her head on straight. It's so funny when she comes to and she'll talk to me. Dad, I'm kind of stressed out. I'm like, you're stressed out. I mean, trust trust your instincts because your instincts are right. You are amazing. All right. So when she did this whole thing with the motorcycle, same thing. Dad, I'm I'm thinking I, I want to learn to ride a motorcycle and stuff like that. I talk to mom. Mom doesn't want me to do this. She's all nervous. What do you think? And I'm like, I support you. And I gotta tell you, and that. She probably does not have a bucket list because when there's something yep. that she wants to do, Bam. she does it. Exactly. And I admire that. That's I it. admire and that so very and much. I think, and we should do a whole show on that because I truly, I don't believe in bucket lists. No, you don't. No. I, I have like a binder. 
I know. <laughs> but yeah, you have the binder oh, list. Right, right. Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. You're the one who keeps staples in business, I think, I uh, buying all the binders. Yep. But I just believe, uh, just like that, if you really want to do something, then just do it. Yeah. Go and do it. Because if you plan it and you say, I'll do it someday, someday, someday. someday. Remember, seven days a week. Tomorrow, someday is not one of them. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow never comes. Yeah, yeah, there you tomorrow, go. Tomorrow, tomorrow. All right, so anyway, enough about Katie. Okay. Uh, she's absolutely wonderful. And the things she did, I was overly concerned. But a bad partner would have cut her off and said, said oh, don't do that. Heck no, you're no, not no, going to go jump that. out of an airplane. It makes no sense. I would, have, I would have done everything I could to do to stop her. But instead, I said, no, go ahead and do this. Okay. Uh, my son, who's done some other stuff like that, there's been some decisions he's made where my knee-jerk reaction is, I'm going to be mad at you, like, don't do that. Then I have to come to my senses and say, no, you know what? I did the best I could to raise you. Now it's your turn. Go out there and attack life. You know? Go out there, try things, fail, fall, fall down, get back up, and just do it again because you're winners. Okay, so all four of my children, winners. Aww. Okay, I'm very, I'm very proud of all of them, and they're just going to do amazing things. Uh, so I try not to get overly concerned, which I think concerns them. They're like, "Don't you care about us?" Yes, I care about all of you, and you guys make me stressed all the time. I used to have long hair; now it's <laughs> all gone. Okay, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have it any longer. Okay, yeah. so, uh, but my my not showing the concern is not a lack of love. It is showing that I trust you, okay, but you still stress me out. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so that was B for bothered and bored. A is animosity. C is challenged or threatened. O is overly concerned. And N is not taking, taken seriously, okay? And that is sometimes, I believe, the worst that's when somebody says, this is what I'd love to do. And you're like, uh-huh, sure, yeah, I bet you do. And you're just really not taken seriously. In other words, thinking that everything you're saying is just, that's lost in your bucket list. That's, let's, let's be serious. You're never going to do that. Yeah, that's okay? uh, actually kind of my problem. Is what? Is I just put it aside. I'm like, oh, that would be kind of cool to do. There you go. And then I, I don't do it. Well, but I do want to do it. I so I'm, very, I'm very wishy-washy. Okay, so you know what? That's a whole separate show because what's got to happen is i got to get with Mark and tell Mark, you got to dig into your uh, uh, Tiffany's uh, bucket list. Start pulling out things and saying, hey, this is the year we do this. This mm -hmm. is the year we do this. And really push you into some of those things because then it makes, makes you look at it. Uh, name one thing in your bucket list. Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw you under the bus. Okay. Um, I would like to be thrown under a bus. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, okay, I'll say Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Okay, so this is the year, 2022. Mark, this is the year. Uh, bring Tiffany to Niagara Falls. There's no reason, nothing to stop okay. you. Okay, now the thing is... He you would don't want to go with Mark. No, 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 no. <laughs> He'll say, Tiff, I said, let's go, let's go. Nope, nope. And my you thing make is, it happen. it's the dogs. Bring Either bring the dogs or board the dogs. Get a dog sitter. There's a solution. Yeah, you yeah. know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna say the dogs are stopping you, then the dogs are stopping you from everything. And they are. Yeah, I don't buy that. And they are. Big, I don't buy that. Yeah. Yeah. They are. There's plenty of people with dogs that still do things. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm jealous of that. Okay. See, I there admitted it. I okay. was jealous. Jealousy is okay as long as that. you admit it. But now <laughs> I want you to start taking your ideas seriously. Yeah. Niagara Falls is not that far away. No. Okay, it's no. never. You could take the dogs. Literally, you could take dogs with you. You just go ahead. There's a number of different hotels between here and Niagara Falls that oh. allow you to take dogs. We have uh, 
issues with our dogs. They're not okay. the best behaved. Okay, dogs. so then maybe leave the dogs home. Yeah. Find a find a dog sitter or just pour a big bag of kibble on the ground and hey, Marty, the best would you one like win. to stay at our house and babysit the I, dogs? I don't know when you're going, but I'm busy that day. Uh-huh, I okay? hate when that happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, start taking it seriously. And and your partners, those of us who support each other, have to take it seriously as well. It's one thing because if you don't take it seriously, then it doesn't belong in your bucket list. Yeah. Okay, pull it out and throw it away if you don't really want to do it. All right, and Mark, make it happen, because you know she wants to uh, go to Niagara Falls. She's brought this up multiple times. And anyone anyone else out there who's listening, think about it. If there's something you want to do, go ahead and just do it. Uh, How long is it going to sit in your bucket list? How long are you going to talk about it? And so what you do is you say to yourself, am I serious about this? Is this something I want to do? And oftentimes you have to say, well, um, I can't do it now. I can't afford it. The timing's right. Fine. Then make the plan and say, I'm going to do it in five years. Here's the date. Set the date down. June in, in 2027, we're going to go and do this. Write it down. Remember, you could change the date. But if you never write the date down, then it, it goes off another year and another year and another year and another year, and you'll never do it. So, Tiffany, you and Mark, tonight, write down. Pick a date when you when you want to plan to do Niagara Falls. You could drive there. It's not that far. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay, go there. You could spend just a long weekend. Turn around and come back. Yeah. All right, you can do that. Yeah, you can let the dogs out in the forest for the weekend. Let them fend for themselves, <laughs> oh, no. and to come back, they'll they'll find their way home. Okay, they'll be fine. Kind of like yes. uh, the bison, Tyson the bison. Tyson the bison. No, no. I don't know who's who's Tyson the bison. Tyson the bison, the the buffalo that got loose in right. Lake County. Are you? Se- I'm I, totally I think- serious. Did it really happen? Yes. Okay. He's I... wandering around. So everyone out there, if you're listening and you live in the Lake County area, you may see Tyson a buffalo. The bison. Tyson the bison, the buffalo, wandering around. All right. I did um, not hear. I, you did. I it's saw, been on the news. It's I saw in the something on April Fool's Day about it. And mm. so maybe they were just stretching. It's been this. out for six months. This farm went and got the um, buffalo and yes. escaped from the trailer or wherever. Yeah, yeah. And for six the months... The buffalo had its own trailer? Well, they bought it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So how else are they going to get it without That's the trailer? That's true. And he escaped, and now he's loose somewhere. He's loose. Well, she. It's a female. Okay. And she's loose somewhere in Lake County. In Lake County. Around Wakanda area. The farm is in Wakanda yes, area. Yes, All right. I did. I do remember hearing something about the Wakanda bison. Okay. okay. All right. It's Tyson Beautiful. the bison. Tyson the bison. See? All right. Well, I'm sorry. Got, when you said to let the dogs go running, well, I so had... there you go. Maybe the dogs will find Tyson. That's what the whole deal is. All right. So we looked at this. Do not uh, allow your partner to be uh, anything less than very supportive. Absolutely. Okay. So the reasons these people are not supportive is B. They're bothered or bored. A. There's some animosity or jealousy. C. They're challenged or threatened. Uh, o. They're overly concerned with you. Or N. They just are not taking you seriously. All of those are valid reasons because this is the way that they're feeling. The only way to correct it and turn it around is open communication. Explain to them, hey, this is important to me. This is what's going on in my ring. It's important to me. I want to move forward with this. Uh, I need your support. And the best way to be a, a to, re- to receive support is to give support. Become a very supportive partner and Pave the way. Show them what you are looking for by demonstrating that. Are you loving that, Tiffany? I'm loving that. All right. So, Tiffany, I would like to uh, hear some quotes of the week from you. Oh, boy. So, Tiffany is going to dig down deep into one of her binders 
All right. Uh, do you need some? There you go. You need some, there's a little <laughs> forklift off in the corner there, uh, bringing them in. Let's hear what you've got. Okay. Anything is possible when you have the right people there to support you. Boom. I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when when you we sorry. Let's try this again. Try it again. Like, <laughs> it's amazing what happens when we have when we support each other. Why is that so difficult for me to say? <laughs> try it one more time. Okay, it is amazing. Try it in English. In English. Yes. There you go. Let's go. Um, it's amazing what happens when we support each other. That was much easier. It wasn't. That's why I'm like, why can't they say that? Well, that's. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you messed up. It gave me the opportunity to support you. Oh. Okay. Give me who wrote. Who said that one? You're not giving me the names. Um, that one I don't know. I guess it's Lloyd. I guess. How about the first one? Um, Mary Copeland. Oh. Copeland. Copeland. Cop. I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. C O P E L A N D. She. She has a lot of good things to say. Yeah. All right. And what else have you got? Um, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Oh, I love that. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Oprah. Okay. Oprah. She's, Oprah. She's our, you know what? I love that. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, first up, Oprah's got that, you know, she's got the Oprah chair, right? You know, uh, you know, because she always sat in that regular chair. She didn't sit like behind a desk during the time. No, no, show. no, right, no, right. no. So I know somebody who has uh, an Oprah chair. One of the Oprah talk show chairs, but that's a different story. Uh, but it did remind me of this. When you said Oprah, I thought of chair right away. I always tell people about a Lazy Boy recliner, a recliner that's in my office at home. It's, uh-huh. it's about six feet away from me. And so when I'm working and I have a stand-up desk, so I stand up all the time, which uh, was a foolish decision on my point because I should have had one of those adjustable desks. Instead oh, of it's, a, yeah. always, it's an always stand-up desk. So that means the recliner is always calling me even louder, right? Oh. So sometimes I'll sit down in the recliner, maybe watch some TV, maybe take a nap, uh, work on a laptop, something like that. But I ask myself, when I'm taking a nap in that recliner during the day, it falls into one of three uh, areas, another set of three circles. It is uh, something that I absolutely want to be doing and I deserve to be doing. This is my goal, my goal, right? That's one. Second is this is something I need to be doing in order to get to the, our goal, Right. Or third, if it's not in one of those two rings, third is I'm wasting time. Don't want to waste time. No. So when you think about everything you do, it falls into one of those three areas. Number one is it's the thing I want to be doing, the thing I deserve to be doing, the thing I've been fighting for. This is what I was born to do. That's number one. Number two, I have to do these things, the things I might not particularly like doing, but I have to do this to get to number one. And if it's not one of those two, the third ring is I'm wasting time. So whenever I sit in that lazy boy, I have to ask myself, Am I sitting here because I deserve to? I've been working really hard. I deserve a little relaxation. Is that cool? Is this what everything I've been working for was to get me to sit here? Was that it? Or am I really tired and I need this rest? So I I need to rest up so I can do better things. Or am I wasting time? Mm -hmm. And when I answer myself, I'm wasting time, then it's time for me to get up out of that lazy boy and get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got one one more quick one? You're waving that paper around at me. Surround yourself with people who... Yes. Empower you, believe in you, support you, uplift you, motivate you, and appreciate you. That is a beautiful one. Who wrote that? Um, Lloyd. <laughs> you've really it didn't got, say, it you didn't really say got to you've really got to find another book other than Lloyd's. I was gonna say, but 
if it's Lloyd, it's Lloyd. Lloyd is, Lloyd is yeah. a, our favorite writer. Yeah. So Lloyd it is. All right. Well, everyone, we're going to wrap up today. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for spending your hour with us. That means so much to us when we know that you're out there supporting us. I am Marty Jalove, and you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. We're going to help you navigate those paths of happiness every single week right here on WRLR 98.3. And I can't do it alone. I need my bestest buddy. Tiffany! And there she is. All right, bye-bye, everyone. Say goodbye, Tiffany. Goodbye, Tiffany. (laughs) Bye-bye.